Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're back with what is trending this week because we are out of ideas and we're going to talk about what we like and know. But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So this week was Thanksgiving for Canada. And actually, what are you thankful for this year? Oh, um, I'm thankful that my family is healthy and safe, um, that my friends are healthy and safe, and I guess that I got a boyfriend. Big step for me. Oh, and that, yeah, my, my job is okay. N- nothing bad for me yet. Yeah. Nice. How about you? What are you thankful for? See, it's hard to not, like, yeah, of course, like, the basics of... I'm glad my family is healthy. I'm glad my friends are healthy and safe. I'm glad they're all thriving and doing their own things and everything. But it's like, I don't know. Like, this question was asked to me and I was like, I don't know. So I kind of make a made like a jokey answer and kind of just like slid right by that <laughs> because I don't really have anything, which is like sad to say, but it's like other than like, you know, those things, I don't really have much to be thankful for this year. I mean, it's, it's a pandemic, so... That should really be the important things. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm thankful for patios. I'm thankful <laughs> for the, the nice weather uh, that we have in October. Um, yeah. We've never so, had Thanksgiving this warm. So, like, what really are people thankful for? Like, what should we be saying? Is there a right or wrong answer? I think it's like, well, you always have the basic answers of family, friends, and all that stuff. But then, like, mm. you can be thankful for, like, a job. You could be thankful for maybe you had a kid this year. Um, maybe you got engaged this year. Um, maybe you got pregnant this year. Uh, maybe, like, all, like, a lot of different things. Like, people are usually thankful for, like, the big milestones in their life, right? And nothing really happened this year. So I got nothing really to be that thankful for, which I don't know if that's just being pessimistic. I think it's pessimistic. Okay. I think well, your normal, your go-to response was good. Yeah, but Jordan already took that one, so. Jordan can <laughs> suck it. Yeah. So, like, you never want to be the second person who says that. Because when you're uh, the second person who says that, you're like, oh, okay, you're wait, just jumping off. that's so white. You guys go around and just say what you're thankful for? Yeah, Jordan's mom asked. Oh, that's so white. I mean, Actually, that is she is <laughs> <laughs> actually nick's family didn't do that i think it was just to make conversation i don't know if they do it every single year but we didn't get oh. very far oh no thankful people here <laughs> <laughs> we're just a family of pessimistic people <laughs> respect i respect that it's a it's a stressful question so like i don't it blame is. it it's like one yeah. of those tell me about yourself questions yeah. No, thank you. No, thanks. No, thank you. But other than that, other than Thanksgiving, and um, I love white food um, because I never really got it growing up. So stuffing, um, mm. potatoes, gravy, turkey, all that fun stuff. Love it. Love it to death. Um, do you like turkey? Yeah, I do. It's like chicken. For some reason, I think because, I don't know, I think because I've always had Thanksgiving at like this other family's place without saying names their chick their turkey was always like super dry and i was like how could anyone like this um but i had it recently and nick's stepmom is like actually a really good cook turkey was great all the all the food was good nice don't know if you're just saying that to get on her good side but no maybe because i've always had like the white meat i like a mix of white and dark meat mm-hmm. part of me is like the health conscious person is like well, I want white meat only, but then, yeah. like, white meat's so dry. I know, and like, yeah. And it's like, I have to smother in gravy, and, like, what's the point then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're adding all the fat back in. Yeah, it. so I might as well just, like, combine it with some dark meat. Yeah. Um, but the real thing I wanted to kind of talk about in my update is um, I don't play games unless Jordan gets me to play games. And it's kind of, like, an uphill battle because I'm like, Ugh are we really playing that do i really have to do i have to do this but the thing of the week that seems to be trending right now is nickelodeon brawl stars which is like um smash brothers but with nickelodeon characters and let me tell you we played uh 
probably like five hours on Sunday and like four hours on Monday, like when we woke up. It got so bad that like my thumb was like bright red and I couldn't use the, uh, what is this called? The pad of my thumb for a very long time because it was very red and very sore. Have you played chugged on? Have you played the original Brawl Stars before? No. Well, like the Super Smash Brothers one, right? No, it's like a mobile game called Brawl Stars. No, Jordan used to play that though. Mm. I uh, actually have a funny story on, about that though. On mobile? Mm-hmm. Would do you guys play like the Nintendo one on mobile? No. Oh. PC? Uh yeah, on PC. Nice. Not Nintendo. Nickelodeon. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Very. watching the Snapchat that Jordan sent me and he was just like demolishing you. <laughs> and they showed it to Nick and he was like, why is this happening? It, he like saved the one. Okay. So like obviously he had like he's practiced before, right? Like he's mm-hmm. been playing it against like computers and stuff like before he like he got me to play. So yeah. obviously he was going to be better than me like from the start so he was just bullying me and that was like the one time where he actually got like a really good like i guess run um the other times that he didn't show you are the times that i won and he got really angry because i won and he would be like oh my god like just stop this stop doing this and then he'd make fun because okay so there's this guy called powder toast man i actually don't know what nickelodeon show he's from but He's very easy to play, in my opinion, or I just play him really well. But what I do is that there's like a quick attack and then there's like a stronger attack, but that's slower. It's always just like A is a quicker attack and B is a slower attack. And then so every time I play him, Jordan always makes fun of me because he's like, oh, you're just playing like A, 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 B, A, 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 B. There's no real skill in this. You're not doing anything. (laughs) Anyways, that's my update. Go play that game if you can. It's so fun. What is your update for this week? Uh, my update is I took a week off work. I am on vacation as of right now. Um, I feel like it's a waste of a vacation. I don't know why. I'd, I I haven't really done anything. All I did was go to the gym. I stayed in yeah, bed till like 12. That's good for you because you are the person who like never really relaxes. You never really sleep in and you don't really do a lot of things for yourself or like you didn't used to so i think it's like it's good it's like a little staycation where you can kind of recharge and rest up and just enjoy your life oh well i feel like i need to be productive so (laughs) maybe i'll study or something soon (laughs) um yeah no it's good i had a really busy long weekend yeah thanksgiving with my boyfriend's dad's side of the family um that was cool Got to meet his grandma. Yeah, so that was cool. And then we had... Oh, yeah. That was Nick's birthday, actually. His birthday is on Thanksgiving weekend, which is unfortunate. But what can you do? We went to sushi dinner with his friends. I picked up him and his friends. I drove them. And I drove them back home. And I paid for their drinks because I am a sweet... No, they only got, like, two drinks. Don't worry. But, yeah. How many friends? Oh, only, like, two other friends. It's okay. That's, <laughs> that's so funny it's like you're you're the mom and you're like okay let's okay, go, kids, let's the- go. <laughs> yeah um yeah and then uh we had thanksgiving at my house um with my brother my mother my brother's girlfriend and nick yeah it was very enjoyable very good long weekend i have no other update that's it that's all i got going on in my life okay it's it was a very i mean you did a lot it's not like you didn't do a lot it was a lot of driving yeah and gas is so expensive right now yeah i Um, cannot afford this i have exactly 40 kilometers left in my car i'm not going anywhere (laughs) says the person who's already made two plans this week (laughs) they have to come to me now (laughs) insane driving this week wow. mm, not envious of you i hate i can't i can't sit for long periods of time and drives are the worst also bathroom anxiety i guess that's like some people just don't have this anxiety at all like doesn't matter the gender it's just they just don't care and they can just peer anywhere that's that's a skill i think that's a superpower yeah i miss that 
<laughs> to be a child again. <laughs> be a child again. I once peed in a moving car in a plastic bag because I could not hold it. You did that? Like, no That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. How old were you? Was this like two years ago or something? No. <laughs> this, <laughs> this would have been like when I was like maybe like 10. Whoa. 11. Slightly too old to be doing it, but like not old enough that I look back and I'm like, ooh, that was embarrassing. Have you held on to it as a memento? Is this a time mm. of your life that you reflect fondly about? Well, no, because I really had to go to the bathroom. And so it was very unfortunate. You know, like when you really have to go to the bathroom and it's like uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. So, but then I felt great. <laughs> it's like post nut clarity. It's like, yeah, uh, I have so many regrets, but this is this is what I got to do. <laughs> exactly. Post P clarity. PPC, as they call it in the drug world. <laughs> the People's Party of Canada. Not yes. to be confused with that. <laughs> yes. Okay. What is your beef or crush of the week? Oh, my beef. Mine's always a beef. I really have crushes now. But um, we watched this documentary last night. Okay, so the movie is on HBO. It's called 15 Minutes of Shame. It was, I think, executively, executively produced by Max Joseph, who is from Catfish, and a Monica Lewinsky, who is from the bill clinton scandal i'm sorry i don't know how else to how else to name her <laughs> um but essentially the premise of the ov which documentary which is very big right now is the whole like shaming like the online world shaming social media networks like that's big right now that's one of the big documentary topics and there was this one person his name was like matt colvin he was um, at the beginning of 2020 put into a New York Times article about the fact that he was hoarding sa hand sanitizer and um, marking it up and reselling it on Amazon for like very high prices and it was like he got so much backlash over it because this whole the whole premise of the movie is that people are getting post getting called out online and his outrage is being like fueled by like twitter or facebook or anything like that and you have people like sending you death threats you have people like asking for your address and then like posting your address online just to like um shame you people who uh get you fired from your job and you have no way of like clearing up this misunderstanding so there's like a couple of stories like that but his in particular it sucks but i it, he wasn't faultless like all the other ones were like you did not have really any you, you were not a part of your what is it called your misfortune like you didn't accidentally make a joke that went bad you didn't like accidentally so there was one where he was just like playing with his fingers as he was driving but it just so happened that he was making the white supremacy hand signal and that got captured onto a picture and this motorist was like wow i can't believe you do that during this like time of like political turmoil blah 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 this was during the black lives matter movement last year and it got circulated online his um employer was tagged because you could kind of see his face and like the truck that he was driving was the employers so he got fired over that and he was like uh, i didn't i didn't do anything and it was like all a misunderstanding, but you don't have time to clear up the misunderstanding because like all these news networks have picked it up, Twitter has picked it up and everything. My one beef is that Matt Colvin, the guy who's hoarding sanitizer was not faultless. Yes, I do kind of feel bad that someone did go to his door and maybe possibly threatened to kill his family. I think people are to blame for that. Like that is bad. Do not publicly like shame people like that. But on the other hand, he was not faultless in this. He was charging exorbitant prices. He even later admitted like, hey i in retrospection have done that and like he would go to like dollar stores and buy up like cheap sanitizer and then resell it on amazon because he saw that it was like trending because of like the pandemic that was about to happen so that one i was like i don't know if he really should have been featured in this but number two was that like i think the 
like it's the good and the bad of shaming right like if you like because of this online like environment we had things like um time's up we had things like me too like all these people who are bad are being shamed for it and being called out for it but at the same time there are casualties of this as well and like the big thing the big issue here and it all comes back to this is that there's this law called section 230 or something that social media network or online websites cannot be sued for what gets posted onto their website so no matter what happens, you cannot sue Facebook, you cannot sue Google, you cannot sue any of these places in America. And that is terrible, and that should not be something that we um, continue with going forward. That is my beef. It's so very long-winded. It's, I mean, the documentary is, like, okay. It, doesn't, it didn't really tell me anything that I didn't already know, so, like, I wouldn't recommend watching it. Um, but if you like The Social Dilemma, you will like this movie, hmm. documentary. Interesting. Um, I mean, I like your TLDR of it. I was just Googling it, too, to read more about it. But yeah, no, that sounds really cool. I would... I will read it on Wiki. I will try to find something to read it. Maybe I will not watch yeah. it like you suggested. Yeah, there are, like, experts that come in that give their advice, but again, like, all boils down to the whole, like, social media is bad. Yeah we should be able to sue them they should there should be accountability and everything and they seem to be higher than the law yeah actually there was this book that i was reading called so you've been publicly shamed i never actually got around to finishing it but there was this cool thing where i think like back in like whatever stone age or something if someone like committed a crime um they were given two options to either be like whipped or something in public or um something about like just put in like put in the like public town square or something um and just like in those like you know the things where like they put your hands in and your head in and like yeah people just stare at you kind of thing and like no physical pain or anything but people would always choose to be whipped in private because they were like i cannot take the public scorn or public punishment um i'd rather die yeah um this the author of the book is actually one of the speakers in the oh no way john ronson yeah cool that, yeah that's a cool book wow when worlds collide i didn't finish it no when worlds collide yeah. yeah anyways sorry for that very long-winded beef i like kind of got lost in what i was angry at for a minute but you know <laughs> I, I, cool. hope, I hope i found my way back so <laughs> what is your beef or crush of the week oh man i had so many beefs you were one of my beefs but i don't know if i want to like get you canceled what did I do? Oh, when you were like, hmm, I don't know if I'd be friends with you if you're a white. Like, I think being Asian makes you spicy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because you're actually giving me the opportunity to explain myself, the reason why I said that, and I did explain to you why I said that, was because Maggie is, um... You call me basic. basic. <laughs> but, like, in, like, a but like in a good way like she she likes pumpkin spice latte she likes uggs i do like i like uggs too but she does do like especially in high school she was way more basic or what the definition of basic is you know like let me let me look up the basic. okay you know what why aren't girls always being so closely monitored like if they all happen to like one similar thing it's like oh you're so generic you're so basic you have to like something completely different there are seven billion people on this earth how am i supposed to be unique okay i don't have a single unique experience okay but okay so basic the urban dictionary definition is only interested in things that are mainstream popular and trending you cannot tell me that you are not this person what is our what is this week's topic again <laughs> yeah okay but wait but wait there's more okay so it's like omg babe is so bay is so basic all she wants to do is drink pumpkin spice lattes and play candy crush do you not do both of those things i had like one pumpkin spice latte this year and you won't let me like live it down and I said, this will probably be my last one because it had so much sugar and I can't drink this. And you were like, okay. wow, you're, you're drinking pumpkin spice lattes. Okay, but like how, how tell, tell the audience about your Candy Crush thing. Listen, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to play Candy Crush in a while. But let me see what level I'm on. Anyway, leaderboard. I am currently at level 5,090. 
out of Canada, I'm ranked 19. Okay. (laughs) But like, is that not an issue? Um, So here's the, so back to my original point. Uh, Maggie is by definition, a little bit basic. And if I think if she had like a white, upbringing i feel like she would be even more basic like she would fall into that category and she would not have all the fun quirks about her that make her a great person like she would lose i think a lot of those quirks and she would gain other ones i don't know if there would be necessarily bad quirks but it just might not be things that we just wouldn't have the same shared mutual experiences that we can have joke around about and have commentary about if you know what I mean. Like, how would you know how difficult it'd be to be growing up as an Asian kid in a predominantly white neighborhood if you were white? I guess. So what you're saying is my culture and my ethnicity and everything define me. They make up a great portion of my identity. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I would say so. Now, Now when we put it under that lens, that's great. But when you're like, hmm... If you were away, I probably wouldn't be friends with you. I did explain this. I did. I actually went <laughs> you, into detail about um, this. And I said, well, I, I okay. Well, it, it, the consensus ended up being like, oh, your ethnicity makes you spicy. But like, it's, we're just saying it in a different way. Like, it's still the same. Like, we're still talking about the same thing. It, there was no need <laughs> to have this beef. I'm just saying we have a lot of shared mutual experiences and I think that shaped the way that of who we are today. And I think you should be proud of your heritage and your ethnicity and it should be a big part of your identity because if we lose that, we start to lose our culture and all become the same person. So now we're going to get into trending topics. We're going to be talking about the Twitch hack. Um, the Twitch hack, I only know as much as other streamers have been talking about it, but it's one of the biggest dumps that have ever happened of information. Um, but the main thing that people seem to be obsessed with is how much people or streamers that are affiliates with Twitch are getting paid, where there was this whole like list going from one to whatever thousand that lists how much each streamer was making from Twitch. But a lot of streamers have already said, like, you can figure this out just by sub counts and everything and doing a little bit of math. So it's not really, like, breaking news. Um, What should be kind of, like, an issue is, like, you don't know what information has been compromised in this hack. So if you are a Twitch, uh, if you have a Twitch account and you may use that password for other stuff, you should probably go change your Twitch password because... Your information could be sold on the black market and you don't really know. And your bank account information could be hacked. So go do that first and then come back and listen. (laughs) Uh, Be right back. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, it was just such a large amount of stuff that was taken from this hack. Like you can see, like, I think there's like commits that the engineers have done that no one um, thought that anyone would see it was also kind of like unprofessional there's a lot of, i i forget what it was but there was like this general like unhappiness towards there's like certain things that twitch was doing in the recent years that kind of like led up to this hack where it was like a warning to twitch to like kind of fix these things and it was like this was more like out of a political attack on twitch rather than someone just trying to score information and sell it damn we really see like a revolt against tech companies, like mm-hmm. especially lately. Everyone's just like realizing how like corrupt and awful like some tech companies can be and just getting revenge. Yeah, which like this is why I kind of wanted to bring it up again this week just because we kind of talked about Facebook last week. And so right after we had talked about that, the Twitch hack came out and it like exploded everywhere so this might this this 2020 20 no 2021 what year are we in? <laughs> 2021 <laughs> might be the year of fallen big tech companies and um i'm for it yeah reckoning the reckoning is coming did you see um the second whistleblower came out from facebook yeah um i think her name was like sophie zhang yeah, like a data scientist at Facebook. 
Yeah. She said that um, um, she had this information for the past six months and she was willing to go in front of the Senate and stuff, but no one was calling her forward. Yeah, I saw that too. Because she did like AMAs on Reddit. She's like done news articles about it. but And she's like contacted um, like an agency uh, with all the information and everything, but like no agency would like, co- like would yeah. comment on it or something. So that's a little weird. Um, she said she would also testify in the like in the upcoming, I guess, Senate hearing with like the other whistleblower that we had talked about last week. So maybe more people are going to come forward. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is some good tea. This is so juicy. Yeah, we are living in the worst timeline or the best timeline. Not sure yet. We'll see how this pans out. <laughs> Uh, maybe once we get older, um, we'll be like, yeah, we lived through that. That was wild. We have lived through a lot of stuff. We have lived through two, uh, what is it, economic, uh, what is it called? Recessions? Recessions, thank you. Mm. Yeah, like the one in 2008 and the one in like 2020. So they only say you're supposed to only have one recession per your lifetime. So, well, we can't afford anything in the housing market anyways, so living at home till we're 30, guys. Till we're 80, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one, um, the second thing is Gary is apparently the name of the Zodiac Killer, and Maggie told me about this. What's happening with him on Twitter? Um, so basically, well, for some context, so an independent third-party kind of like investigative agency said that they found out the identity of the Zodiac Killer. Um, And the Zodiac Killer um, is this like very famous, well-known serial killer who no one ever really identified. He's known to kill, I I forget how many people, but what made him spicy from the other serial killers was that he would send like kind of like taunting letters to the police and was like, ha I did this. And his letters gave me nightmares for weeks on end because it was stuff like black people burn in hell, like I'm dancing and laughing or like God will wait for me at the gates of heaven or something. And like very radicalized, very intense, like very racist and sexist kind of guy. And they always had like drawings of the guy. They never could really figure out who he was. But also when you think about the kind of resources and tools the police had back in like whatever, the 80s or 90s, they would draw a chalk drawing around the figure and just leave it at that. So I'm really surprised they could identify them. 60s. 60s. Even worse. Yeah. Anyways, so this independent agency found out that this guy was named Gary Post and Twitter went nuts. (laughs) They're like, no fucking wonder he became a serial killer because his name was Gary. Um, Another person was like, well... Um, now that we see everyone bullying him for his name being Gary, this is why he turned into Zodiac, the serial killer. And another thing was, I I sent a picture to Wanda where apparently this guy was like friends with Gary or something. He'd always take pictures with him and post them on Facebook and just like very unsubtly put a question in the comment like, Zodiac? So he kind of knew all along that he was a Zodiac killer. (laughs) We'll put the picture here. But like... Gary or the Zodiac Killer just looks like so unamused. Um, and we see like people doing like social media like digs of him too, where he would leave a review of the Ted Bundy movie and was like, Ted Bundy is overrated. This is a horrible documentary. <laughs> oh, that was him? That was him. He he left I a comment. Was... <laughs> <laughs> what about me, guys? <laughs> um, but he died of natural causes in 2008. So fuck you gary but also hilarious yeah the image of the guy he of the zodiac killer's friend we'll call him is just so funny because he's so happy in every one of those pictures and then like gary looks miserable like (laughs) it's like if spongebob and squidward took a picture together like that's how like that's how it looks basically and it, it, i don't know what about it it was just so funny like the fact that this guy if gary is the zodiac killer his friend just knew all along did not say a single word about it and just thought it was the coolest thing in the world um a little bit psycho but yeah. i mean the thing is is like he never really was caught like that was kind of the whole 
issue of why he probably didn't get the level of fame that he wanted mm-hmm. because like again ted bundy other than the fact that he was attractive too even though he's not really but um he was caught and there was like a conclusion to all the movies and everything so if the zodiac killer would just have confessed right before he died i'm sure he would have had movies about him too because it is said that he has claimed to have killed 37 people um so it's a lot that's a lot that's quite a bit and i feel yeah and like it makes it's good movie material the whole like uh the letters and everything escaping the law for so long and like if okay but here's the thing like someone had to finally be able to figure it out like it had to be like a law enforcement thing he couldn't have actually Mm. admitted to it right before he died it had to be like he needed to leave clues so that someone could figure it out and then that's what would have made it like a hollywood movie yeah like would you really believe someone if they came out to the media was like i am the zodiac killer i don't have any proof right now to show you but i did it i'll name all all the victims right now like will people really believe like a senile old man yeah exactly so um tips for all future serial killers if you really want fame and fortune make sure you leave just enough clues to be caught also don't name your kids i guess bad names then they're gonna turn into serial killers i don't think gary's a bad name i think they're too hard i mean other than the fact that if he is a zodiac killer he deserves all the bullying he got but if you are also named gary you are loved and you're treasured and your name is just fine you're walking on thin ice right now gary better better keep it up better your body count better be zero what like what's wrong with gary i don't know gary's just always like been a bad name like think of pokemon Who's Gary in Pokemon? Oh, it's Arch. It's Ash's like arch rival. I didn't know that. Oh, Sorry. it's Professor Oak's grandson. Gary's of the world. We got our eyes on you. Well, there goes another name that's not going to be used for multiple <laughs> years. <laughs> but Maggie and Wanda might. <laughs> yeah, Wanda, I think, would actually rise in popularity because of the Scarlet Witch. That's a good point. Yeah, more Wanda's out there. Yeah. Because I, I have only met, I think, one other, two other people named Wanda in, like, real mm. life. And both of them have commented, wow, Wanda's a really old name. I'm surprised it's, like, you are named this because it's such an old name. And I'm like, well, mm, I'm really thanks. old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, if you can't tell with my Asian complexion, I'm actually 60 years old. <laughs> I just have great skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people have commented oh. that, like, you could be anywhere from 18 to 40 if you were Asian. No one will know. Yeah. No, yeah, I guess it's a kind of a compliment, I guess. I guess. I mean, you could have said, yeah. like, 18 to 30 or, like, 18 to 25. That would have been, like, nicer, I guess. You look like you're 10. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so the next one I just want to make, like, a small comment on, but... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is starting to film soon, and they've announced who Adam Warlock is. And if you don't remember from Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in the post credit scene, this, this golden queen lady, she wants revenge on the Guardians of the Galaxy because they stole something from her. And that's like a very, like, it's like a sin again. We're treacherous, treasonous against her people. And she decided to make someone in her little lab. And they call him Adam Warlock, but he ends up being a superhero. I don't know his origin story exactly, but they casted Will Poulter. If we don't know, this is the guy from We're the Millers who looks like Sid from Toy Story. And Adam Warlock is supposed to be a very good looking guy. So this is wild. This is crazy. I'm so excited to see what happens. Um, I really like the director, James Gunn. I think his movies have been phenomenal. Suicide Squad 2 was great. All of the Guardians of the Galaxies have been great. I really like it every time he puts his brother in, who is also Kirk from Gilmore Girls. If you haven't seen Suicide Squad 2, the behind the scenes, his brother was the weasel. and He's like licking the glass. <laughs> and it's like, think of all the bullying James must have gone through when he was younger to have make his brother like do these like embarrassing roles just for some money. Yeah, but also good for Sean Gunn for, you know... Of being there and doing yeah. those roles. Good sport. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know what Adam Warlock looked like 
And I was just very excited because I love Wolf Holter. Like he is, I don't know why, but I do find him mildly attractive. And I think it's because of his comedy timing. His like, I don't know, he just looks a little bit funny, but like still kind of cute. And like, I really liked him in World of Millers. Like he was just so adorable and I love him. So I didn't know that. But now looking at the comic book version of Adam Warlock, uh, he's not (laughs) as attractive for the part as I would have imagined. Like, I still believe in this vision and I'm okay with the fact that he is not as attractive as the Adam Warlock in the comics because he does look like the traditionally, I don't know, uh like golden boy kind of thing like super chiseled like bone structure and everything um he could have been played by uh jamie in game of thrones i think that would have probably Mm -hmm. been his best like facial match but i'm still very excited and i will go see it because again i love will poulter and i love him so much i guess we can like put your theory to the test now so wanda has this theory where like um if you are very if you like work out a lot, if you're very buff, then you can never be ugly. Not that Will Poulter is ugly, but he's not like, you know, conventionally attractive. So I'm assuming he will have to get super ripped for this movie, as all Marvel actors do. So we will see um, his body pics, I guess, when they come out and see if my opinion of him will change. If I still think he is unconventionally attractive or if all of a sudden he becomes very good looking and hot. Yeah, I mean, this happened with Adam Driver, where when Adam Driver first became famous or like first started appearing in more movies, no one found him attractive. When I said, I think he's very good looking, everyone looked at me like I was crazy. But then recently, there's a shirtless picture of him that came out where he was like super, super buff. And like a lot of people are thirsting over him now. So yeah, this happens, I think, with a lot of like those Disney-esque movies. So like the Star Wars franchise, Marvel, like Kumail Nanjini. Wow, what a one eighty! I thought he was, I thought he was cute before, but I mean now he's ripped, like absolutely, like shredded. (laughs) But he looks, yeah, he looks great. I'm sure it's not like sustainable though. Yeah, no, but it's like wow, who knew a body could do that? If you had um, unlimited money at your hands and a personal chef and like hours to train, and it was your job to do. Any, any any normal average person can do it. Yeah, easy. Um, yeah, that guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Mac, he he made that comment. I feel like the lifestyle of an actor is very unhealthy. You go from like super, super skinny, like Christian Bale had to do for the mechanic to like either like obese, like Christian Bale had to do for um, h- Hustle, and then to like super buff again for like The Dark Knight. It's like your body is dead. <laughs> I think it's so funny. You're like with Christian Bale in this, and then Christian, Christian Bale, Bale in that, this. and then Christian Bale in this. <laughs> um, yeah, Christian Bale is barely alive right now. I think he might die young. I'm so sorry. Knock on wood, obviously, but like Christian, like you good? You 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 see a nutritionist? You see a trainer and everything? His diet was not healthy. Like I remember, like he would drink like a diet Pepsi and eat like a few like nuts or something when oh he was trying God. to like, slip down. And when he was trying to fatten up, he would just like drink liquid ice cream. So not the, not the most healthy thing to do. Um, he is actively like good for him for like committing to his craft, but also at the same time, like please take care of your body. Yeah, be healthy. Yikes. Yeah, you see Hollywood putting a lot of these kinds of people through the through the mincer, meat machine. I forget the word. I'm just going to say meat machine. <laughs> but it's like term buff. <laughs> but it's like you can't help it too because then like Holly like Hollywood knows the demographic. So like once they get all these people buffed, then all these people like thirst over it like like the reactions are like go wild. And so people are like, "Oh, this is like what the body should be look like." Mamma Mia, we cannot win. Body positivity is fighting for its life out here. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about it with, like, females and how they always have to be thin and everything, but we also kind of don't really talk about it that much with males, where it's, like, a lot of effort to be buff and stay Mm -hmm. that buff. That's better. Like, that's at least better than what, like, Christian Bale was doing when he was getting, like, super skinny and then super fat and super skinny again. You could just be, like, Thor and just wear a fat suit. Yeah. (laughs) 
He said that was like the happiest or I guess the best time he's ever had to film a Marvel movie because he like didn't have to work out or anything. Just put on the fat suit. And he's like yeah. usually like a pretty fit guy. So think of like how incredibly buff he'd had to be. Actually, there was a picture on his Instagram where like he just looked insanely ripped and his legs looked like tiny. <laughs> and, and people were commenting like, oh, you're filming again? <laughs> That's so savage. That's funny. Okay, so the next one. I don't actually know anything about this. I maybe know about this, but Jesse Nelson from Little Mix and Nicki Minaj. Yes. Okay, so Little Mix is, I don't know if you know the song Black Magic. If you're, They're a, basically a British pop girl group. They, came, they became famous from X Factor. There's four girls in it. Um, so one of the girls, Jesse Nelson, um, she's, I guess she's like, you know that there's a vine out there of her going, of her like repeating a question, but then like she like acts up and goes, but I have a dare. Oh, are you? Oh, my <laughs> something like that but it was like really famous off vine and everyone kind of like thought of her as like the ugly one of the group so she has gone through like a lot like like eating disorders like mental health issues like that kind of thing and she dropped out of little mix she withdrew because of mental health reasons and she said there was just too much pressure of being a girl group everyone kind of sexualizes you um and it's like it's really hard working in a group and i don't blame her at all so she has gone solo she released a solo song called boys and it kind of pay, pays homage to like the old 2000s r&b kind of thing like that's the kind of vibe but what we are what we are noting is that the 2000s like that kind of thing was like mostly black music like, black people like coming out with like their cool songs music videos that kind of thing and jesse nelson is all white and people are like why do you look so tan your hair is so curly you look black you look like you're a black fishing right now this is not okay and if you kind of like look at her pictures yeah she looks very ethnically ambiguous and people are saying like we looked up your heritage you're just white like we don't understand why you look so black here and she has come out and said that her hair is naturally curly like she's just uh, one of those people who are fortunate enough to like be in the sun for a little bit and just look really dark. She like came up with all these excuses and was like, I had no way of offending like black people. Like if anything, I wanted to pay homage to them. Like I, like I grew up on like this kind of music and this is just all I know. And Nicki Minaj, who's been very problematic these days. I think if Nicki Minaj comes to defend you, then like you might be in the wrong. So Nicki Minaj was like, oh my God, all these people like shut up. Like, they're just mad at you for being successful kind of thing. I don't think you're blackfishing at all. And one of the members from Little Mix is black. Her name, I think, is Leanne. And she has... Oh, also, all of Little Mix has unfollowed Jesse Nelson after Jesse released her solo song because of all the claims of blackfishing. And Leanne... Um, or no, so this TikToker came out and he does, like, dance choreographies. And he was like, hey, guys, you think I should do a dance choreography to the song Boys? And Leanne said, how about you do a video of Jesse Nelson blackfishing? And the guy was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why did a little mix member just comment on my video? Why is she like starting drama in her thing, in my videos? And Leanne apparently sent a DM to Jesse Nelson and was like, hey, I want you to know about blackfishing because this is what you are doing in your new song. So Jesse Nelson has just been denying this. Nicki Minaj is defending her. It's it's a lot of controversy controversy at the moment. Um, I I see you have looked up the pictures, Wanda. What do you think? Ah. <laughs> so I've been doing a little bit of research while Maggie has <laughs> been talking, and so I looked up Jesse Nelson originally because I had no idea what she looked like, and I was like, okay, so she's like, I I would have been like, she is black, but she might be half. Um, she is definitely like like light skinned um so all of her pictures like that's what she looks like and then maggie kept on going and it was like she is actually white and i was like what <laughs> like she does not look like she is white like she in every single picture i've seen of her on google images she looks like she is at least half black she looks like um she is black fishing i'm sorry like that like i don't know what she looked like before um, um. i 
I, I see like a before picture. She looks very, very white. <laughs> yeah, she looks like the same shade as Nicki Minaj. Like maybe a little bit darker. She is definitely like she's not pale. Yeah, like she was never. It doesn't seem like she was ever pale. Um, well, like first, like I feel bad because like she did get bullied for how she looked and everything, and of course, like she doesn't deserve that. And it's what they kind of talked about in Fifteen Minutes of Shame that you shouldn't do this to people online, and it's especially popular with like minorities, including females. But um, like she was not ugly before. I like I would say she probably got some work done which is probably why she looks a little bit different now mm -hmm. but yeah i i'm gonna yeah block fishing sorry yeah it's... i think so Nicki minaj was saying that like you see this a lot in the music industry where everyone just like gets spray tans that kind of thing everyone wants to look a little bit darker and Nicki minaj did not see this problem but i think she is maybe coming from a place of privilege and she I don't know. Nicki Minaj has been very problematic lately with the whole, like, anti-vax kind of thing, so. Mm. Uh, her cousin were lost uh, their sex drive or became sterile <laughs> after the vaccine. <laughs> oh, Nicki. Um, yeah, so so not not great for Jesse Nelson. Um, I think it's it kind of sucks that she's denying it or she said sorry to anyone who's been offended. But that's like such a shitty apology, you know, like, oh, sorry if I hurt your feelings, but like I did nothing wrong. And yeah, I, I think like we, we do kind of see like a more trend these days where, oh, oh, I forget what it was. But it was like these people were coming out and they were saying, like, if you want your song to have more of like a hip hop, like sexy kind of vibe, people are going to blackfish. If you want to have a more innocent, like soulful vibe, you're going to look more white. So they're like, this is kind of what Jesse Nelson was doing. Like, she wants her song to be like cool, hip. This is why she blackfished. And you can kind of see Ariana Grande do the same thing. Where like she yeah, just looks like Ariana. She is getting darker and darker every couple of months. Yeah, but like even... if you look at her Victorious yeah. days. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, if you compare her Victorious days to like now, now, yeah, yeah, or even like what was it? Um seven rings or something like that like her new songs that came out jesus ari ari why she seems like a very sweet person but like yeah black fishing is a real thing and even in the jenner kardashian jenner family kylie is a, is straight up white and why does she look so dark <laughs> what is going on there it sucks because like <sighs> one is like you are appropriating culture but you are actively stealing from people who are black and who have not had the privilege of growing up being white um probably faced a lot of racism on the way um doing things that you probably at one time made fun of in the past but now you are taking the same things and appropriating it um i recently like this would have been like a couple of months ago at least but black creators on tiktok stopped making dances because every time they would when a new song came out white creators would steal the moves exactly post it and then get famous off of that and never credit the black creators that they stole it from yeah so they're already problem and then the fact that people don't think that they're doing anything wrong is like another issue it's just uh, it's just privilege. It's just like you have so much privilege that when you want to release something that's more innocent, you can look more white. But then when you want to release something that's a bit more hip hoppy, you can get a spray tan and look more black. Like it just doesn't it doesn't work like that. Like that's yeah. not how identity works. Yeah, you can't just hopscotch back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even like choose your lane. Like choose either blackfish or just like be completely white. It's like you should not. <laughs> no, that's not a choice. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely something that's gonna happen. I think a lot more. And I think like sub. I don't even know if celebrities are like paying attention to this or realize how problematic it is because like so many more people are doing it. So many more up and coming artists are coming out. So many of our like favorite celebrities are doing this. And I don't know. Like, they, they're kind of being publicly shamed for it, but they're still, like, 
whatever it gets the money in yeah i think the other issue is that like the more white creators there are like in i guess a traditionally black space it makes less room for black creators to actually like move into this space and do these things because it's now being occupied by people who aren't black and that way it makes it much harder for people who are black to actually be singers and be dancers and uh, like all the other things that they should be able to do i don't know so many there's so many there's just so many issues with it and i just can't i just i just can't i don't like i don't know if it was her decision or if it's her team's decision but like just admit that you're wrong move on from it and don't do it again yes moving on to Maggie and Wanda answer some Reddit questions. Da 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 da. So, um, this Reddit question was about a married couple, actually. So, why significant weight gain has killed my attraction, and I don't know what to do anymore. So, basically, what happened was in the last three years, his wife had gained upwards of seventy pounds, and her body type changed completely. He's not attracted to her anymore. Um, he's tried to do like little things here and there. Um, and she seems to always have like moods where she wants to lose weight, but then something comes up, she has an excuse and she doesn't want to do it anymore. Um, and he does like say to her like, Hey, like, let's like, let's work together. We can be more health conscious. He does make an effort to help her and is like, let's go on walks. Like let's do little activities here and there. Um, but her effort just seems to drop every week or two and he is defeated. He is at the end of the rope here. He's finding himself very depressed, very frustrated um, at the situation too. And he wants to go to a therapist. He wants to go to counseling, but he's afraid that it will start a fight because he loves her, but again, not attracted to her. Um, In this situation, Wanda, what do you think you would do? I feel I know of someone who has kind of been like a similar situation where they were with, uh, it is now their ex-girlfriend, but they were with someone for a while and near the uh, by the end of like the relationship within the last year um the ex-girlfriend had gained a lot of weight and um the boyfriend was having i guess um kind of the similar issues where they felt like they were no longer attracted to them anymore because they had put on a substantial amount of weight they kind of tried the same thing where like they would do try to get them to do activities together um and it just never took so they didn't probably deal with it the best way because he just flat out told her and (laughs) that might not be the best to to help someone no matter what asian parents say but (laughs) it like number one step yeah it's like counseling i think it's like either separately or and together um because there might be something else going on with the wife that it may be like a deeper problem, whether it may be like a mental health issue or something happened in her life that is demotivating her. But I think um, having her sort out her issues, but also the issues that exist in your marriage are very important because you are married, you are committed for the long haul. Um, it's It sucks. And it's like, it's very actively affecting the husband, which um, sucks as well. And he is trying, like he is trying to help and do things together but it might just be like you need to find out what she like an activity that she also wants to do rather than maybe like dictating like just try out a bunch of things like maybe go dancing maybe um what else like crossfit and like just different types of activities that don't necessarily have to be activities and stuff like things that maybe she found fun in the past um that is like an active exercise thing because it is going to be like a long journey so both the mental area, physical area, I think have to be kind of like taken care of. But eventually, if she keeps on like, if she keeps on refusing to get help and everything, um, you have done everything that you can. And I like for your own mental health, I think it would be time to start um, thinking about separating. Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? It's kind of like, it's a real mix because some like the things I see on like TikTok and stuff don't match up with what's going on. So like, People will post about the before of the relationship, like this is how the girls would look. And then after the relationship, they put on like significant weight and their boyfriend said they still love them kind of thing. 
So then people are like, wow, like this is how relationships should be. But realistically, I think like if you got to that point, your lifestyles have changed very differently. Like you've changed not together. And yes, you could go to couples counseling and try to work it out. But essentially the problem, like she has her own problems going on. Right. And I think like, what was I about to say? Oh man, I had a really good point to make. Anyway, when it comes to losing weight and kind of thing, like it all comes down to you, like your husband, like you're an adult, like you can't have like your husband kind of like watching you every step of the way. He's not your parent. You're going to start to resent him and it's just not going to be good for your relationship. So really like you're kind of like the only person there to do that to yourself. And I think essentially if like they're not in the mindset to do anything or change their life, then I, I think it's. The couple will ultimately break up because I also know a couple that this happened to and the husband put on a significant amount of weight and just like no longer was interested in their like shared hobbies. He was depressed. He had a lot of mental issues and yeah, it led to a divorce. But maybe, yeah, it kind of sucks though because like I guess at the beginning of the relationship, you start off with like very similar hobbies, very similar like physiques or like fitness levels. And then it just, like, all changes. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's, like, if they are willing to work on the issues that they have and actively, like, okay, I am, like, I think something's wrong. I need to go get help. I will continue to go to therapy and try to make progress. Like, if they have that mentality for change, I think it's, like, important to let them explore that and see if anything changes um but again if like if they don't have that at all they just refuse to change they don't acknowledge anything wrong like it's not worth it for you to stay in this relationship because like i always like say that if no one's adding to your life why do you still keep them around yeah it's sad though this this is why you don't get married kids (laughs) i mean this could happen happen in a relationship too actually so um what was it? I, I asked Nick on this hypothetical question a lot. I'm like, what would you do if I gained 300 pounds? Would you still be with me? And he's always like, well, I would be sad because then you'd have health problems and that would mean you would live like a very short life and you wouldn't, we wouldn't be together for very long. And I was like, that's a cop-out answer. Like, what is this? And then last night at dinner, my mom brought up the question. So like my brother has diabetes and um, so beforehand he would get like fast food almost every single day. And I was like, well, like, like, what do you think would happen? And my mom, like, was like, oh, well, whose fault do you think it is? Because, like, why didn't his girlfriend or wife, girlfriend at the time, like, say anything to him? Like, she she saw that he was eating stuff. Like, there was, like, weight gain and, like, no one said anything to him. And I was like, what? Why didn't you say anything to him? Like, why are you blaming on the girl? Like, like he's it's, it's, he's an adult. He should know what he has to do. Like, why is it always, like, the girl's fault? So, yeah. Yeah, I think it sucks to be, like, a girlfriend in that way, too, because you don't want to nag them because then you'll eventually start coming off as their mom and they're going to start thinking of you as their mother. But then at the same time, like, you don't just want to watch them, like, destroy their health and destroy yeah. their life kind of thing, too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you balance that? There's and no... it's like, you should Bad you should thing. never be put into that situation. Like, that shouldn't be, like, a situation that often comes up and you have to, like kind of like nag yourself about and think about but i have asked jordan a very similar question because um i think i asked him i was like what would happen if like i gained like i gained significant amount of weight and you were no longer attracted to me like what would you do kind of thing Mm -hmm. he'd be like well like i try to like get you to like work out with me and stuff again um and then like if that doesn't work then like probably break up with you so yeah So always keep it tight for your significant others, guys. (laughs) Well, I don't think it's fair. Like, it's like, because it's like, well, if you do gain a significant amount of weight, yeah, there are health problems and everything. But then at the same time, it's like, you don't, like, you don't want to ever really, like, you don't want to be comfortable. Like, you don't want to just, like, stop trying for your significant other. And I think, like, putting on weight like significant amount of weight it's not i'm not saying like 10 pounds or something mm-hmm. like 20 pounds like i'm saying like a significant amount of weight is like you're no longer trying anymore and it could be your own stuff to yeah. work on as well i mean 
I think everyone should really partake in like exercising and, and healthy eating and yeah. stuff. So I think like if it's slipping, something's wrong here. So yeah, but Jordan was also like, you're like addicted to the gym, so I don't ever see that happening. And I was like, okay, but it's a hypothetical. <laughs> I never understand that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Well, this week's episode was significantly more happy than last week. Yay. <laughs> we lived we lived up to that promise. <laughs> and we just wanted to thank you again for tuning in to another episode. Go like us and follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Go listen to the full effects on YouTube. And if you don't want to, then go listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts. And then come back next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.